Welcome to the Bird Camp Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to the pursuit and promotion of bird hunting. So grab your favorite bird dog and join two brothers from Michigan as we gather around the campfire. Welcome to the Cubby. Welcome to the Cubby. Camp Podcast is proud to introduce our newest sponsor, Dakota 283. This U.S. company produces made-in-the-USA dog kennels of various sizes and options. Dakota 283 is dedicated to building unparalleled pet protection and tailgate lifestyles products for you and your best friends. Not only kennels, but Dakota 283 manufactures food and water solutions, storage for pickups, SUVs, and UTVs, and even a grooming-slash-dog washing station. Dakota 283 is offering free shipping to the continental United States on all their items at their website at dakota283.com. I just personally ordered the G3 medium frame kennel in Hunter Orange. I like the medium size for my Llewellyn setter, and it even has the option for a kennel insert for puppy training for a future puppy that will be added to our family. Use our coupon code BIRDCAMP10, that's BIRDCAMP10, for a 10% discount. Check out all their products, including their kennels, at www.dakota283.com. That's dakota283.com. We're here at Bird Camp. We're at the actual Bird Camp in the snow and rain and sleet and sunshine and wind. Here with uh, Dr. Dean and Aaron and uh, on our hunt, it has been a unique hunt. A couple things to talk about. I, I want to talk about the food you guys brought. The dinners were just over the world. I mean, they were great, perfect. So what did you bring, Doc? Well, we started with uh, steak, some vegetables, and some excellent baked potatoes. What kind of steak was it? <laughs> it was a ribeye. That was good steak. Good, it's a good, good steak. Because, uh, yeah, potatoes didn't make it. Yeah, the potatoes, I think we put on a little late, and eventually it's turned into a running joke because we tried moving them from the grill to the fire, and that turned into an experiment in uh, edibles, we should say, edible food, because it was not edible at all, not even close. And uh, Aaron, you brought a couple. What did you bring? I uh, brought lamb shanks, braised lamb shanks. And what did you? How'd you prepare that? Because that I I just got to tell the listeners that may have been the best bird camp meal ever, in my opinion. And we had some great ones in the past thirty years. Uh, how did you prepare that? Uh, browned it, browned them nicely on all sides uh, on the campfire in a, in an iron skillet. Well, initially just. Oh, bacon grease. Yeah, yeah. We did do the bacon grease because we had that leftover from breakfast. And then uh, uh, mixed it uh, with some some beef and chicken stock and uh, a bottle of red wine, onions, carrots, um, rosemary, thyme, garlic, and uh, basically put it in the crock pot for the balance of the day. 
a couple hours earlier, put in, uh, before it was done, put in a couple cans of uh, baby child butter beans and uh, soaked up all the goodness and it's ready to go. It was top shelf, Dean. It was awesome. It was awesome. Just awesome. And tonight, what did we have tonight? Tonight, homemade stew and cornbread. And cornbread. I, I've had a yearning for about two weeks for cornbread, and that was beautiful. Sweet. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, the hunting update is kind of short, but we'll, uh, we, we, uh, we're used to about five or six walks a day usually when we're up here. Um, both these gentlemen have been up here several times with us. And uh, just Dean's third time? Is he third, third time. Third yeah. time. And Dean, Dean's still on Find the Bird because of work schedules and everything. We haven't had a lot of time. And this trip we thought we had good two and a half, three days, and the weather came. And what kind of weather have we seen? Pellets, flakes, rain, oh, rain. sleet, wind. Blue skies. Every 20 minutes it just changed. Just changed every 20 minutes. So we uh, were late getting out the first morning because it was just was not huntable. And so when we went headed out, um, I'll kind of turn it over to these guys at some point in time. But we didn't see anything the first half hour in a very uh, north-central Michigan, lower Michigan spot that we know very well. Uh, didn't see much food source. It was a little scarce on everything being this late in the year because we're here in uh, mid-November. <clears throat> um, and then uh, – just on a lark, I thought we, I knew it was easy walk, and so I thought we'd turn through the hardwoods just on a suspicion that the food source has gotten late enough, maybe as acorns. And we turned back, and we were spread pretty wide in a pretty open area. Fair? Is that right, yeah. Dean? Yeah. yeah. And uh, <clears throat> strangest thing is I saw the grouse through the open area, the first one flush from about 100 yards out. I still don't know what moved the bird because we were not in range for it to move. And then about another 20 steps at about 80 yards, another one flushed. And there was a big open area behind them, a big open field. And we bounced them, and I, I kept cornering them with the guys. And we got them down to the last pine trees. And we knew they wouldn't go across that open area. And sure enough, what did they do? They cornered us and got behind us. And we started the trek back. And we, I bet you, what do you think we tracked them? Two or three miles from the start to the end? say every bit of that yeah yeah and chasing them and bumping them and chasing them i think i got the first shot off is that right wild shot and uh then uh we lost them that was it and we couldn't find them again so as we were coming out we got out to the main trail and I, um we saw them on the road and they wouldn't move but I, i'll take it from there and uh so we got reset so to speak and and uh Aaron, Aaron, what did you see when you got out? By the time we, because what I did is we left the two guys and I came around the other side. So go ahead. Well, at that point, they had moved off the road and flown yeah. right into the uh, into the cover. What kind of cover was it? Yeah, it was uh, a mix of aspens and a lot of pines too. Little groups of pines, yeah. So you guys bumped them. How many times did you shoot at them? Um. I shot once, I think. Well, that time. That time, and the next time when they got up, you shot what? Three times. Three times, and I shot once. <laughs> I actually had a pretty good shot at it. So you guys had four shots? I only heard two. Uh, you had four total? I had four. And I had one. I think I had one. Yeah. And the spot was, it. it we kind of had a trap between a road, uh, well, logging trail, and 
in a big open area again behind this copse of about 20, 30 acres of pine trees. And so I had come around the other way and caught up to the guys. And we cut, at first, it was really windy. And there's this big open area. And Eric, he's pointing at me and going, yelling at me. I can't hear what he's saying. And I go, he wants me to go out in the open area. And I go out there about 100 yards. And I'm like, why am I going out here? Birds are in those trees right there. Well, Dean was still in the woods. And I didn't know where he was. So it was good good hunting, actually. We get reset. And we tear into the woods. And we got to turn this one over to Aaron. So you guys already, you guys went in probably, I don't know, 40 yards apart or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I just... I was a little bit behind, and I just kind of walked in, kind of right in the middle of you. And as soon as I walk in, about eye level, probably three or four feet in front of me, it flushed. And I just, I just, I didn't have a shot, but I yelled, uh, flush, and it headed your direction. Yeah, and I, it cut across me close. It was not more than 25 feet away. Because Aaron said, bird appropriately and then when the bird came across i had an opening where the wide open crossing shot and i knew i had one quick shot i didn't even get the gun up to my shoulder i put it underneath my uh pectoral muscles we'll say <laughs> man boob or pectoral muscle we'll go with pe- pe- yeah pe- man boob <laughs> and pulled the trigger and hit that bird broadside as it was crossing me from about 25 feet and I was the only one that saw it and was because Aaron was blocked off by evergreen trees and Dean was on the other side and uh, that bird I hit it so close so fast that it went through the air didn't change its direction much and then tumbled as it tumbled it turned over completely once there's a log and then about a six foot drop to the road it goes up on top the log completely upside down on its head and it seemed like it paused for just a brief moment and then tumbled down the back of the log and Aaron's like where is it where is it I go oh that bird's down (laughs) bird's down he did a headstand the bird did a complete somersault in a headstand it just went down and I'm not laughing at how the bird died but it wasn't actually dead when we found it it was I had to really work to put it out its misery but it, it was and everybody likes to say it's a good shot it's reflex it was complete luck it was just pull the trigger as quick as you can and uh, still waiting for see if anything shows up uh, south of the pectoral area <laughs> uh, one other subject I guess we should broach is uh, the gentleman brought some pretty fine uh, beverages uh, go through them real quick where they came from Dean? Sure. We had uh, Whistle Pig 10-year-old rye, which went fairly quickly. <laughs> they were complaining the bottle was too small. <laughs> Pretty sure it was a substandard. Uh, it had to be. Sub- so sub- substandard fill? It must have been a quality issue that, that day. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. What else did we have? Right now we're drinking an, uh, an Elijah Craig straight rye. Good buddy, uh fine American Matt Wilcox uh, gifted us and it's, it's a nice full flavored rye nice yeah. nice and we, you guys had fun oh it's been a great couple days we'll get you a yeah. bird doc it's just a matter of time we just gotta walk into it I had a good shot that's all you can ask yeah for. you had a good shot everybody got their guns dirty yeah. so we did get a bird so that's good and honestly uh, after the first day we were about 12 flushes an hour 
because we only hunted for about two hours because of the weather was so bad. Um, today we hunted two hours, didn't see anything, so came back closer to normal, you know, six flushes per hour probably. And uh, it was just, we lost at least one hunt a day to the weather. It's just, we would start out, by the time we got to the truck, I think it was ready to go, it would just be... Why don't you talk about what, the, what you found in the crop of that bird? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, when we cleaned the bird, it was really interesting because we were having trouble finding them until that day. And it was really mixed cover. But one thing I noticed is there's not a lot of acorns down. And um, so we were kind of wondering where you know, we were sure they weren't on the berries because it's so late in the year. And we knew they'd be on green cover. But we got thinking about what are they really on? Well, when we opened the crop of this, it looked like a young female, probably in her first year. Um, when you open the crop up, it had eight, lots of acorns and lots of green and a few berries. Mm-hmm. So it was complete, omni- I mean, it had everything in its diet, basically. And that was interesting, but I think for us, it kind of confused us about today. Is like, what do we chase now, <laughs> you know? So, but most of it was just lost time to weather, which made for a lot of good cooking, so... And some good campfires. And we will be posting a picture on uh, Facebook and the web of uh, what we turned our last campfire in. So it's kind of funny. But we're about out of wood, so it's time to go. But thanks, Dr. Dean. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate you guys being here. Any last words of wisdom? That's about right right there. That's just about right, let me tell you. Oh, my God. I'd like to say I carry these two guys on my back, but I haven't done dishes or any cooking since I've been here, so it's awesome. Bird Camp out. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Bird Camp Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, give us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple. Check out our website at www.birdcamp.net. Find us on social media as Facebook or Instagram by searching BirdCamp. Or you can even email us at mi.birdcamp at gmail.com.